Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. I guess not just any episode, because this is like a weird, like, in the middle of a week episode, because Key 3 has come and gone, and we're still desperately catching up. Yep. Desperately. Um, I'm your host, Karen Morrison, and as always, I am joined by my good friend and co-host, Joel McDonald. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. I guess I should say, how have you been doing these last couple of days? Because it's only been like three or four days between recording sessions for (laughs) us. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny. I've been. I, I, I've done another podcast in these the few days since we last recorded as well. Can't stop. Um, won't stop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I popped up on uh, as a last minute addition on the uh, Story Mode Gaming podcast, where they were talking about um, Capcom and sort of talking more about Starfield. Um, we can talk about that later, uh, but but yeah, that was a lot of fun. It's always a good time with those guys. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, I'll be there again yeah. soon. Probably, if you're listening yes. to this, you might have missed it on the Tuesday night. It should be up tomorrow, so yeah, maybe you'll hear it before then. But otherwise, it'll be on social media anyway. So screw it. Yeah, we'll fight. You'll find it. We'll 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 post about it and all that kind of. They'll jazz. post but, about um, it. We'll post about it. Everyone will post about it. Yeah, it's all good. Everything's fine. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I I I went to last night. I went to this thing called the Wilds. It's part did, of like Rising Festival. I did see, in Melbourne. yeah. Um, your wife posted that on Facebook, and I was like, "What is this?" Yeah, look, I wasn't even really sure either. So the way the reason why we went um, is because I just happened to stumble across an article that was saying like, "Oh, this part of this festival, um, this one thing of this festival is going to be um, giving away like a shitload of tickets to uh, frontline workers," and they included childcare work isn't that and that's me so i nice. i was like oh, i'll enter the ballot and i ended up with uh, yeah double pass to go to go through this thing but um yeah it was kind of just like a like an art installation at the my music bowl in melbourne and you sort of walked around there's like these giant lit up inflatable weird monstery looking sculpture things there was like an ice skating rink that was set up on the actual stage of the My Music Bowl, and you could walk down there. So I got to walk on the stage, the My Music Bowl, which is pretty fucking cool. Um, then they built like a giant. Half of it was restaurant, and half of it was a bar. The restaurant's really expensive, but um, this bar on the middle of the. If you've ever been to the My Music Bowl, it's basically like a giant amphitheater in the middle of a park, uh, and it's got seats down the bottom, and then it, there's like a big step up, and then there's like an open grass section. Um, that's on this side of this this slope, and so they built this like giant bar slash restaurant on top of that slope that went out over the top of it on this like giant scaffolding. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, we had yeah, we just had like a nice drink. We had some had a nice ice cream. They had like cool like food vendors and stuff there, and we wandered around for like an hour and had a drink and yeah, had some ice cream and then went home. Um, so that was pretty cool. And I went to a miniature railway today, which was pretty fun. Action-packed was, was, 48 hours for John McDonald. It just hasn't stopped. Hasn't stopped. It's been um, it's been a busy weekend. So, yeah, flat out. How have you been, <laughs> there, man? Oh, I've been good. I mean, uh, very tired from work this week, but uh, finally made time last night to go and see Top Gun Maverick. Nice. Which is a movie that... I don't have the same nostalgia for Top Gun as a lot of people. It's a great movie. It's a fun movie. But I'm just like, yeah, cool. I'm going to see Maverick. Like, people are saying good things. And it is so good. I'm not going to say okay. anything more beyond that. It is just, it is just so good. 
Keep hearing that. Yeah, well, Keep I mean, allow it. me to add to the chorus, but yeah, Top Gun Maverick blew me away. I, because uh, again, I, 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 having seen the positive feedback and reviews, I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm gonna like this movie. You know, I'm gonna have fun watching this movie yep. about Tom Cruise with jets and all that stuff. And even then, like as I walked out, I'm like, that was so good. Like, I didn't expect it. Just still awesome. exceeded my expectations. But um, yeah, so absolutely. If you're sleeping on it for whatever reason, despite all the good things people are saying about it, if you needed someone like me to add my worthless opinion to the pile, go and see Top Gun Maverick. It's incredible. So good. Oh, I'm, I'm going to try and get to it. I, I think mean, I've missed I, the Bob's I've missed the Bob's Burgers movie, so that was the next one that was on the list. But I am going to see Lightyear on Tuesday night. Yes, so you are. That'll excited for that. But yeah. Um, for that. That's really about it, because again, as I said, it's only been a few days between recordings, so instead of just wasting time, you know, retreading over the conversations we already had, like, I figure, why waste any more time? And I'll take it straight into Dope or Nope. Dope or Nope. So Dope or Nope is our news game where we, we we pick apart a list of stories and either dope them and talk about them or nope them and shoot them into the sun and then never think about them again. And last week, we last I guess last episode, not, I guess it technically was last week, we're in a weird grey area. It's a Sunday. Days are weird, man. <laughs> they're really weird. But um, yeah, last episode really we are. covered Jeff Keighley's <laughs> Summer Game Fest kickoff. And this time we're covering the Xbox Bethesda Showcase, which is pretty much an E3 press conference. It's not E3, and it, it, but it is. It is. It is, so. Like, straight it, this, down to yeah, how they like, had a like stage, a, they had people like, talking, trailers. It, it, this is the most E3 thing I think I've... I, mean, I, I feel like they did the same thing last year. So it's not new for Xbox to do this, but it was sort of like coming home in a weird way, like waking, watching this presentation. Yeah. Yeah. This felt very familiar. Yeah. Yeah. In a good way. Um, but so I guess yeah, before familiar. we get into it, do you want to talk about, how'd you feel about the show? Like it, Xbox always talk a big game these days before coming into these presentations. Um, but uh, how'd you feel about it? Mm. Yeah. I, look, I think there was some fun stuff in here. Um, some, so there's a couple of, th- there, there was one, particular answer that made me go oh my god really two but yeah yeah one okay both left me sort of wanting a little bit more (laughs) i guess in a way but um yeah yeah you're right uh but uh yeah they were not like big oh one is it but it's so funny because one of them is a big announcement um, but only it's it's for really stupid reasons like it shouldn't be a big deal but it is and it only, and it only no, came a bigger deal be. as the days no, went past really afterwards as well. You're like, okay, all right. And everyone yeah. who listens to this podcast exactly. and knows yeah. us probably knows what that was, but we'll get to it later. Yeah, we'll get to it later. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the show overall. I think, I mean, it, it, went, it went on a little bit and there was some stuff in there that I didn't really care for all that much, but... For the most part, I think there was some fun stuff in here. I think there was something for everyone. The big takeaway I think that is exciting is that they were very adamant by saying that everything that it was shown in the showcase is going to be out in the next 12 months. Like this is them focusing on the next 12 months. like exception of that rule because the person had nothing to show. Yeah, okay. 
Uh, well, yeah. Exactly. Apart from that, they made yeah. they said that all the like... g- all the games that were either and an, okay the okay, games that we were go. announced yes. or reshown. Yeah, there we there go. There we go. There we go. Much better, but um, uh, but yeah, I think that's really exciting, and I think that's sort of like lo- looking at, at Xbox and Game Pass as a service. I think it's it's really exciting because I think there's a lot of cool stuff in here that I'm excited to play, and I think there's something for everyone really. In, in some way, shape, or form. Um, yeah. What about you? What did you think of the show? Yeah, look, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I think there was a lot more things in this show that I wasn't super into, but overall, it was it was a good show to watch. Like like I said, it was the one that reminded me most of an E3 presentation. Uh, and it feels weird to be sort of nostalgic for E3, but also just... I, I still am not sold on how events are run during Summer Game Fest. Sometimes it is a bit yeah. messy. Like, all those indie presentations, I was like, oh my god, there's so many of you. And I respect it. Like, it's cool to see indies getting all the spotlight. But also, there's like six or seven different videos to watch. And I'm just like, nah, nah. In my opinion, because we're probably not going to do an episode on it, there's two that you should probably watch. And that's Devolver and The Wholesome Games Direct. Both of those are always good watches. And just, especially The Wholesome Games Direct. I watch that with my wife every year now, that since it's happened. And it, it's just nice to have one for an hour and just watch these just lovely games that are just so charming and cute and have something about them that are, are, are like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Um, you know, a lot of farming sims and stuff like that, but like, it's still, it's still very good. Like, um, so it's, it's definitely worth a watch if not for anything else as, as like a nice relaxing sort of chill vibe. But, um, and Devolver is I, I mean, Devolver's just like tuning in for the annual installment of your favorite TV show at this point, right? Like, it is. With, with, and, but with on top of bonus that, game and like trailers and stuff. Yeah, and I think they, they really leaned into that this year, which was great. Um, but I, because I'll talk about it quickly here, because I think too, I think this is their best showing in terms of not only with its batshit crazy presentation, but also the games they all mentioned. I was like, I want to play all of these. These all look fantastic. I played demos for two of them. I played the demo for the Cult of the Lamb, which is awesome. Uh, and I also played the demo for Angerfoot, which is a really substantial demo. Um, I played it for like two hours, like two and a half hours, and played it. There's like quite a few stages. Um, and yeah, it's really good. Like, uh, And then on top of that, you've got the Plucky Squire, which is um, Cult of the Lamb is an Australian game, as is the Plucky Squire, I believe, um, which... That moment in the trailer of the Plucky Squire where if you haven't seen it, like go and watch it. I, I won't mention what, what happens, but it's really cool. Like I was already into it. Like the art style was really cute and I liked the presentation of it. And then it has this sort of like little twist in the middle of it where, where something else happens and you go, oh, okay. All right. There's much more to this game than, than first meets Definitely the some, like Some so, Mario Odyssey vibes in a couple of those segments. Very much so, um, and yeah, I I really like that. I, I think it's it's going to be really cool. But um, and oh, I can't remember what the last game. Was. Oh, they showed Card Shark again as well, um, which I, I I'm very interested in playing. But um, but yeah, I think those are the two. If you want to see indie indie presentations, like the Future Games ones, just skim for the trailers. Um, like I don't think there's anything to write home about with the actual presentation of those, but Devolver and Wholesome are, 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 are special in my mind um, 
for completely different reasons. But um, yeah, I think they're both worth watching all the way through. And Devolvers is only like 20 minutes. Oh yeah, so Devolvers like you can breeze through. It's an like easy said, watch. Get a snack, get a drink and just sit down and yeah. power through it. And honestly, the Wholesome Games one is, it's an hour long, but like it just breezes by. It's just so relaxing. Um, it's very, very cool. But yeah. That's not what we here to talk. We're here to talk to the big boys. <laughs> just wanted to jump that's in no, and, and give my, my two cents on it because we're probably not going to get a chance to do yeah, so. Like, but, um, I, it's, yeah. it's The next week and a half is stacked. Like, I was wanting to do a best of a rest, but I just don't know if we'll have time. And we have yeah. a long overdue quest log, but every every week we put it off just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think for me, it's like a new game has been added to it every week since yeah, we've done the last insane. one. I've got so much. Yeah. And like, I'm, I'm even going back to games now that have like new DLC and stuff. So I'm like, I'm screwed. So yeah, we'll have a big quest log episode probably next week, I guess. We'll see. We'll see. But until then, before then, we have to we have to go through this Xbox Bethesda presentation. Uh, so I'm just going to yes. run down this list of announcements and yeah, we'll dope or nope them. I think it'll be pretty obvious which ones will dope, but we'll, we'll, you know, we'll do it anyway, just in case. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, some of this stuff is new. Some of this stuff was like already announced and was like a, a glimpse at some of it is just the same, the same trail is, yeah, it's a sort of a mismatch of hype things, regular things and Starfield. Um, <laughs> so we'll start from the top, the top, the show started with a, uh, Gameplay trailer for Redfall from Arcane Austin. It's a dope for me. It's a dope for me, but I mean, let's just talk about it, right? I I'm still yeah. not sold on it, like at all at this point. That's fair. Uh, where do you stand though? I think it's. I'm. I mean, I I definitely want to play this again because, like, for some reason, I'm a massive like Xbox Game Pass shield now, like because I I love that service and I love the fact that. This will be on at day one. So it's I don't have to try and budget for it in a way. I'll be like, oh cool, Redfall's coming out. I'll install it. Like it's it's not it's like a no-brainer for me. Um and I'm also in that camp of the weird people who like to play these like co-op multiplayer games solo as well. Yeah, that is um, weird, man. I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I it's I, I really enjoy it. Like, I don't know. I just I there's something about it has to be a good game as well. Like, you know, it can't just be all those particularly types of games. Um, like, I can't really get into, like, playing, like, Left 4 Dead or Back for Blood or anything like that well, by myself. same game, Joel. How dare you? But, you know, know those know, type know of games. I, I know yeah, what you mean. <laughs> it's, I, don't, I don't think I can... I don't think I can go through... The, I have done some Left 4 Dead, but it's just not as fun. No, well, because, like, Whereas, you spend most of the time just getting angry at your stupid AI teammates. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, whereas with something like a a Borderlands or a Tiny Tina or or what looks like what Redfall is going to be. There's enough like stuff to explore and stuff that I can do that isn't relying on me having three other human players with me, if that makes sense. Um, and I kind of like that. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in this. Um, I'm a little sad because it's one of, one of the two games that got like kicked into next year that are on my fantasy league team in my top four. But um personal grudges aside yeah like take the time make it good um i'm excited to see arcane do this kind of like pulpy vampire hunting um like co-op game and, and see what they can do with that um the thing i'm curious about though i think is that 
is this going to be a live service game or is it going to be like a an Outriders situation? Because I've seen a lot of people talking about that and I was like, I hadn't really thought about it all that much. Hopefully so, it is something more akin to like a Borderlands or something where you play it through once and you're done, but I guess we'll see. Yep. And they can do like, they could do even do like a mishmash of both where it's like you're getting content drops of like new areas, almost like a division, which is like live service, but like it's not really. It has like an end point. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a live service game. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. But like, if you could have like, you know, this is the campaign and then every six months they could do a content drop paid or not, whatever, you know, of like, here's a new area to explore. We call that um, destiny two. There's folks. a new, <laughs> there we go. So like, you know, people have done it before. So I, I, I'm curious to see how that plays out. I mean, it's not impossible. Like but, Sony is going big into live service. So it'd be interesting to see if, um, Microsoft follows suit. Uh, boy, Halo is in a lot of trouble, so they could use something, right? Well, what's the yep. news today about I, Halo? I, I, I have, I'm just going to double look it, look it up oh, real quick. No, I didn't even look. But I feel like of all the games that they've announced so far, this game seems to be the one that could be their live service game. Um, and if that's the case, that's fine. I'll still play it and check it out. Like, again, it's on Game Pass. Like, it's, it's it'll be there day one. I can pre-install it. I don't have to worry about going to a shop or getting it or worrying about, oh, I don't get paid till this time or I have, I've got to put a money aside this week so I can pick it up next week. It's just going to be there. Um, and also get used to that because I'm going to say that a lot probably during this episode because I really like Game Pass. I'm a really big fan of it. So, um, so yeah. Halo Infinite isn't currently, currently Halo Infinite isn't scheduled or slated to get any campaign DLC. And oh boy, <laughs> even reading the year is just like <laughs> the expansion won't be arriving before 2025. Whoa, leaning into that Halo Infinite yeah. title. Battle Royale is probably not coming until the end of 2023. So, like, Microsoft could definitely do with a win as far as like one of these sort of co op, um, you know, games that can keep players coming back, especially on Game Pass, right? So yeah, and I think I think co-op is the big key there too because sometimes people are like, I, like I get why Halo is so popular and why people, I mean, the the franchise in general and like playing like multiplayer PvP stuff like that. I get it. I don't always love it personally, and I don't think I'm the only one. So I think there are a lot of people out there. I'm definitely not the only one, but you know what I mean. Like it's I, I, there are a large there's a large market out there that like to play something with their friends, but they don't want to have to worry about being good. Like they just want to have fun and, no, and, and kick back and shoot because their friends. Co-op comes in. But anyway, yes. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yes. But, um, but yeah, I think this, this could be like, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying the vibe of it all. I love the logo treatment. I don't know if I've ever said that before on the show. I love the logo treatment. That font is so good with that, like 80 slasher flick kind of um uh it it looks like it could fit perfectly on like a vhs cover um so i I, i'm loving that and it seems to be carrying through with what they're doing with the game in like this sort of pulpy vampire hunting caper so yeah well not coming until 2023 so they've got time to work on it i'm I'm aware of uh next up was a trailer (laughs) for hollow knight silk song 
Jesus. <laughs> leaked, leaked hours before the show went on. I um, I hadn't seen the leak, so this actually well, caught me to be, completely To be off fair, guard. I say leak. The leak was like an, 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 a now-known insider who's like got four or five things correct. So <laughs> I'm assuming their Twitter right. account will vanish very soon. Uh, which is a picture right. of like um, the knight in the in the clown mask sitting on the bench with like uh, a with like a green circle like as a thing. So clearly like you know Hollow Knight on Game Pass, which is what the announcement was. Uh, so I did see that. I did see that after. Yeah. So this is dope. Think, yeah, but again, I have nothing yeah. to say about it. It's just yeah, dope. It's Silk Song, and yep. god damn it, you can tell they're waiting for that direct. They need they that are. Nintendo this- direct to come. Yep, I think even Microsoft were because they they it felt like they really wanted to because at the end it had the big splash screen of like play it day one on Game Pass, but and, it and felt after like that thing after show they put out that list of the games like coming in the next twelve months and someone's like does that include Hollow Knight Silk Song and they and they were like we said what we said or something like that so like and across all the, the weird things that have sort of leaked in the last week like the new Fire Emblem pitches and like tactics ogre going up live on the psn mm-hmm. early and having it pulled down i feel like a direct yeah. was meant to happen but it just it hasn't and now everyone's saying it should be happening at the end of june and i guess we'll find out but it just feels like there was meant to be something i don't know it feels weird to speculate about that but a lot there's just a lot of who reasons knows that make, it seems strange we're planning on doing a quest log episode next and it would be just perfect timing for them just to be like no nah. Uh, fuck you. Another, another uh, Nintendo Screw director talk about. Direct uh, okay. Like, okay. Yeah. All right. But anyway, yeah. Silk Song it, still you. looking immaculate. Yeah. Fantastic. My God. Fantastic. My God, just give it to me. <laughs> this is the, this is the rare case where I'm, I'm going to buy this on Switch. I'll actually buy this one, I think. Um, just because. I'm going to buy it on Switch and on PlayStation. I, I just need it everywhere. <laughs> I need it everywhere. Yeah. I, like I'm gonna play it on Switch just because that's where I played the first one, um, and I did enjoy being able to play that on the go or like on the couch. Oh, screws in the Switch in handheld mode. Play that. Oh, I did oh, it, man. Oh, man. I almost finished it, oh, man. but um, yeah, no, I'm 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 definitely gonna do that. Um, I might download it on Xbox just because and just be like, oh, it's there. Um, but yeah, it, this I, again, this felt like. This felt like the date was supposed to be in there. Yeah, again, and I like think every anyone who's ever played Hollow Knight and enjoyed it was like waiting with bated breath for that. Like, and they extended it, extended it, and then it cut, and then play it day one on Game Pass, was, and that was it. We moved on. It was, it was the, the comparison is tired at this point, but it was feeling like Elden Ring, right? Where you're like, okay, the next time mm-hmm. we see Silk Song, yeah, it's gonna have a date, and. It just feels like that, yeah, that direct. Whenever that direct is, I will not be surprised if Silk Song just shadow drops. Like, it just it feels like it's going to happen. Shows up, whenever that shows up in a Nintendo Direct next, I think it's going to be a shadow yeah, drop. For sure, for sure. Like Nintendo's just, they yeah, they love Hollow Knight too much and it's going to happen. Um, yep. Anyway, moving on. Next up was High on Life, a new game from Squanch Games, the creators of, uh, with, of course, Justin Roiland voicing from Rick and Morty. Um, well, Squanch Games is his game studio. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. Well. well, the way this was written mm. was weird, but I didn't want to say like from Squanch Games, the creator of Rick and Morty. Like, it's just yeah, it's yeah. Squanch Games was like yeah, founded like, by yeah, Justin. He then started make... that, but they Squanch Games didn't create Rick and Morty. Just anyway, it's weird. No, it's no. weird writing stuff. Um, but yeah. So I mean, I'm super. 
I don't know if I dope or nope this, so I'm going to let Joel pick. <laughs> I don't. Okay. It's dope. Okay. Joel, Joel I really decided. enjoyed this. Like, Trover Saves the Universe is a game that I've always wanted to really play, and Accounting VR, to be fair, um, which I think Accounting was... I don't know if Squanch Games did that, but Justin Roiland was heavily involved in it to the point where he was voicing it. I think that might have been Crows, 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 but... Um, I think it was Crows, 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 Crows. Yeah. Yeah, and I think from that is when... Justin Roiland decided I to start so, Swatch yeah. Games and then yep. and then make um, Trover Saves the Universe, which apparently is really good. I do hear about and it. There's always... a, there a VR free version now, isn't there? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I believe so. Um, so I really want to check that out. But um, yeah, this looks fucking... I mean, obviously when you hear that from the creator of Rick and Morty or something like that, you know it's going to be batshit crazy. And this is... I just love that he but, just um, embraces just doing Morty's voice. It's just... That's his, that's yeah, his voice. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's his trademark. I, I mean, like you hear that and it, you hear that. And for the right audience, that's like an instant buy. Like yeah. that's like, a, oh, cool. I'm I, I'm, in, I'm invested in this already because I know what type of humor it's going to be. I know that voice. Um, See, I think that's why I'm yeah, not it, entirely convinced. Just weirdly, like, because I haven't watched Rick and Morty for a few seasons. I dropped off a long time ago. Um, yeah. Like some of the stuff in this trailer definitely made me chuckle. But yeah, I'm just, I'm wary. I'm very wary. Yeah, I I I dropped off the last season um, of Rick and Morty, but I actually watched one of Justin Rowling's other shows, uh, Solar Opposites. Oh yeah, that's one. On and Disney I watched Plus. all of that. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. It's really, really, really good. Thomas Middleditch is in it. Um, okay, it's it's really fun. Right. It's a, it's a fun show. All right. Um, but it, again, it is that kind of yeah. Rick and Morty style. Um, but yeah. I think what I've seen about this, like the, the the game is all about like set in a future where like the corporations are making drugs out of people or like living things, hence the high on life title. Um, so we, we haven't yeah, talked about um, the hook really, but the hook is all the weapons talk. <laughs> they all talk. Like, oh yeah, that too as well. Yeah, and like I mean that itself is great as well because I mean we all. If you played it, you remember in the pre-sequel, you mean, remember the, the Boganella, the, the, the talking shotgun? Yes, was one the, of the, the best like, shotgun in that game, yes. Greatest weapons in, unless, in, in video Unless you history. weren't Australian, in which case you were probably very confused. You'd be like, what is yeah. What is happening? That's, and just so you that's know, that's true, how though. we sound. We speak like that. Joke's on us. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm interested in this. It looks just wild and yeah it's coming out sometime this year yeah like, on game pass exclusive like, visually so. i'm definitely interested it's just it's really just like the humor that i'm that i'm still on the fence about just because of, because of falling off a of rick totally and i don't know how it's gonna go but like the, the trailer pops and the the a couple of the lines the guns and the weapon set i was like okay that's pretty funny i that got a chuckle out of it yeah so we'll, we'll see i'm keeping my eye on it i'm keeping my eye on it it's um yeah i like i totally get that this isn't going to be for everyone like for sure this is a a niche game um it's just that niche is kind of big it now. is big i remember when watching rick and morty yeah. was like this this thing that only a handful of people did and now it's kind of like mm -hmm. it's the shit so yeah i don't know it, it'll be it, interesting it, 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 it's it's one of the things like the mighty boosh as well where like there was a small select group of people that watched it and then it just exploded and everyone watched it um so yeah I'll, I'll I'll definitely check that out for sure. 
so next up was another big announcement, and that was Riot Games coming to PC Game Pass. Um, dope. It's dope, but I, I don't I'm, like. I just just for the fact that it's really cool. I'll, like, I'll run through the details more than anything because yeah, like this doesn't really affect me. I don't play Riot Games games like at yeah, all. Likewise, but um, yeah. So just to I've got the, the this trail actually is the uh, the important thumbnail. Thank God. It has all the important information. The biggest one being League of Legends having all champions unlocked on PC. That's ridiculous. Yep. That is insane. Uh, and not just for League of Legends as well. Valorant as well. All agents in, in Valorant yeah, is unlocked and, um, as well. Yeah, and League of Legends Wild Rift as well. Yeah, which is the, the, the mobile, mobile one. one yeah. which I, I tooled around with it. It works pretty well. Um, yeah, like that's big. <laughs> that's it's very huge. big. As if it didn't, I don't think, it doesn't need a giant influx of players, but this is going to give it a giant influx of players, Absolutely. I think, at least for like six months. Yeah. Just, you know, um, I, I mean, who knows? I might even have a look at Valorant now. Like it's. You say that. It's not my type of game. Overwatch 2 was around the corner. That's. Which we'll, we'll mm, get to. Yeah. We'll get to later in the show. We'll get to. Um, but yeah, also we'll Legends of Runeterra getting the foundation set unlocked and team fight tactics select little legends unlocked. So. I mean, I don't play right games, but if you do, well, it means it seems like you should just go on Game Pass, right? If you don't, if you're a PC player and you're not on Game Pass, but you play right games, may as well just cut out the middleman, right? Or, or if you've always wanted to get into playing something like yeah. League of Legends or Valorant, yeah. this is a good chance for you to be like, cool, all right, I don't have to worry about sinking money into it to start with. Um, I'm curious if it, down the track if this partnership's going to have any for their like right games like universe building games that they've been doing. They're like spin-off sort of like RPGs and all that kind of stuff I where they're exploring the world. I would not be of... surprised. Honestly, I would not be surprised. Yeah. Even if it's like six months down the track, it's like, oh, it's on Game Pass now. Like, yeah. They give it that time to breathe for people to actually buy it who are excited for it. And then they go, all right, now you can play it if you've just been curious. Which is interesting because I'm I'm sort of curious about some. There's of a couple but... of those ones. I've, I've there's one on Switch I've got on my wish list and was on sale recently. And I I was just like, no, I uh... I shouldn't buy it. I've got a lot I'm playing right now and a lot I've already bought that I haven't played yet. So I should wait. But I was tempted. Yeah. Um, yep, yep, yep. Next up was a new trailer for a Plague Tale Requiem, which is dope in of itself. But I have nothing to say about it. <laughs> I, it's, uh, same here. Um, it's just a constant reminder that I need to play. You, you, uh, Innocence. You can play Innocence on your PS5. It's a PS5 version. I can. It was a, it was a plus I? game. And I I played like the opening think couple I of hours. It. And it's obviously got a bit of that, you know, that double A jank. But the, the, the meat and bones of the game, I was like, this is really good. And That's I'll have I to hear. get back to it before this second one comes out. But um, the trailer was good and the gameplay clips looked good. And obviously I want to play it. But I have nothing really to add to it besides the fact that a Plague Tale Innocence is like, if I had to like list out my, rank out my pile of shame, it's like right up there towards the top of the games that I really need to play. Um, also, I want this game to come out this year and be like a 93 because my team needs it. It is due later this year. So, team we'll needs it. so yeah, I needed to, I needed to hit those high numbers. I had a good week last week, but I need to keep it going. So yeah, but similar with you, like it's, I, I, I want to play through Innocence, um, Requiem looks fantastic. Yep, absolutely. Horrific, but fantastic. Yeah, it is. Uh, what I, what I, the little I played of Innocence, it's just like, oh, yeah, this is nice. Oh, this is, oh, this is getting worse. Oh, God, make it stop. But, um, yep. Yeah. 
I'll get back to get back to it before this game comes out, hopefully. Uh, yep. Next up was the official unveiling for Forza Motorsport, and I guess is the name of it, but it's the sequel to Forza Seven, Forza Motorsport Seven. Yep. Um. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Honestly, no. Nope. Look, I'm gonna dope it. Not to talk about the game because obviously it's been no okay. anyway because it's fifty fifty. Uh, yep. I just want to say, I mean, it's no surprise. It's a racing simulator. Jesus Christ, it looks good. That's it. That's all I've got to say on it. Like, it do- gee, my God. It does. <laughs> it does. But there's a better announcement to do with a Xbox exclusive racing franchise later on. And there's, and there's we'll a better version of that expansion as a standalone game. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say better version. Mm, okay. I know what I enjoyed more. Um, oh. Next up is Flight Simulator, 40th anniversary. It's a note from me. Yeah, no for me. Pelican though being available as a playable aircraft and letting you go into like space, sort of. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, next up was the official re-unveiling, I guess, of Overwatch 2. Yeah, there was another event there was, a few days later. Yes, which but... is a is a whole other thing. <laughs> but um yeah. yes, Overwatch 2, it's a dope for me. I guess because we're going to talk about it anyway. We just we did allude to it earlier. And it's it's a dope for me as well. Um, not only because I want to talk about it, but like what they showed here with the um the the teaser for the the animated short that then they eventually unveiled later in the week for the the new character, the Junker Queen, uh, was very good. I really enjoyed. It was nice to watch an Overwatch animated short again, like a nice meaty one. Um, and this one was just like fueled by punk rock. And I was like, all right, you, okay. You're winning me back. Um, yeah. Like I, I'm Overwatch 2 is such an interesting case. Um, because I'm, I'm, I am so ready. To, I'm so ready to go back to it. And yet I still can't get over that little nagging feeling in the back of my head about Activision Blizzard. Well, Joe, you know, but, the Activision just put out a report done by Activision, but nothing, no, there was no harassment there. And this is the thing. Like, this this all came out. They're like, look, Overwatch 2. Oh, by the way, this. And I was like, come, come the fuck on. Really? And I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I am going to play it, I think. Yes, I am going to play it. Free to because play, it's probably, so like they're, they're like, I was gonna say, no excuses. It's 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 worth mentioning. Yeah, it is going to be free to play, and it'll have no loot boxes. Um, it'll have a battle pass um, system of monetization. You um, so yes, it, it's yeah. it's gone to Fortnite way, right? The Fortnite slash Destiny, uh, all those games that are absolutely. sort of free to play, you can get battle passes, and they have like in-game currency stores. Absolutely. Because yeah. I did, I did see um, it bef- like yesterday on Switch, like the equivalent of like a founder's bundle is up for pre-order. Yeah. I mean, they're always, especially when they're re- like relaunching or launching a, a free-to-play game, that's always what happens. There's always like a, a like a founder's pack that you can get with like a boost in some in-game currency and wow. a couple of things here and there. I cannot um, find it on the PSN, but it's definitely it was definitely in the Switch eShop. Like it was, I forget what it was called, and it includes like um some extra skins and like X amount of like the Overwatch 
digital currency that you'll be able to use in the shop and all that. It was like 60 bucks. Okay. Which wow. I'm guessing is a price. I don't know. I like. Yeah, I'm still really confused with how this game is rolling out. Because they say free to play. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, well, I mean, the biggest question is about it is like, how are they going to do the, the, the PVE stuff, which they've been talking well, about for so long? They've got time. That's not till next year. Of course. I feel like it's going to, like you said, it's going to go the Destiny model where it's like, here's this story pack that you can get. Oh, I would assume that's going to go that PVE. Way, yeah. And if that's the way they're going to do it, I'm okay with that. Like that's depending on prices. Yeah, I could, I could be. I of could course, be yeah. But if it's like, if it's like thirty five, forty bucks for like, you know, a fun. Depending on what's in it as well. Depending how much. But like, is, you know. Yeah. yeah, but um, you know, that's probably the limit. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of saying that that number for a limit, I guess. Um, I'm like, yeah, cool. All right, like, I, I love the world of Overwatch. I love the characters. I love everything about that. Um, it's just that one. Reservation. It's, so, of... it's so funny watching Overwatch do this and then also watching League of Legends with Arcane and being like, yeah, that's what we wanted from Overwatch. Well, true. We yeah, that's true. It. Yeah, didn't get it. Still won't get we, it. We didn't get it. We, uh, uh, But again, I will say that animated short was very good. I loved it. Um, the, the actor playing the Junker Queen is fantastic. I think she's so good. Um, I'm really curious about her abilities and stuff and her, and her, her moveset. Um, I feel like she's going to be a character I really want to play. She's a tank as well. So, but they've sort of labeled her as like an aggressive tank. And I'm like, I'm listening. All right. This sounds a lot of fun. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, again, I... I'm still on the fence because I don't like 5v5, so... But it's free to play, so I'll probably download it and have a poke around. Uh, next up was a trailer for Ara History Untold, a new um, turn-based 4K, 4X world builder. It's... I mean, it's a nope because of the trailer. The only reason I know what to expect from this game is because of it looks like a civilization game. Yeah, it's a nope for me because I, like... It's not. It's not my jam. It's in, in, not my jam. But you, you hear that voice, though, right? You hear. I think it's um, oh, Shore Ag Agdashlu. I probably butchered that. But she she has such an incredible voice that I yeah. will always pay attention. Like anytime, anytime. Like I'm listening. Like you've got a great voice. Yeah, fair. anytime. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, next up was an update for Fallout 76 for Pit, which I'm just going to nope on by. <laughs> yep, next. Uh, nope. Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels was next, which was another announcement that leaked out ahead of the direct the um, Xbox presentation. Dope. I'll let Joel talk because I don't really have any sort of investment in this besides the fact that it looks cool. But it also just reminded me why I like because I've been playing Hot Wheels Unleashed. I love the scale right. of Hot Wheels Unleashed. And this is neat, but I love being a tiny little toy car. I just, I love it. I Look, yeah, I agree. I think I like the idea because it, it, it just gives me those, like, nostalgia vibes micro for micro machines. machines back micro on the air. Yeah, exactly. 100%. So, um, but I, I would also argue, too, that the scale of, like, seeing the world of a Forza game, because they've done this before. These, Forza Horizon 3 yeah, yeah. has a Hot Wheels Hot expansion Wheels as well. Yeah, they did Hot Wheels with three. They did Lego with four. 
uh, and then they, they're going back to uh, Hot Wheels again. I played both the Hot Wheels one and the Lego one. I didn't play as much as the Hot Wheels one at first. Um, the Lego one I really got into and I really enjoyed. Um, and with how much I enjoyed Forza Horizon 5 as well, I'm going to buy this because it's great. Like I, I, I would, I would, I was saying before about the scale is like seeing the world, this open world game, just have giant orange tracks being laid out on it. And to see them just like try, but not really try or care about like why it happens. It's like, as like, cool, there's a new Hot Wheels event. This is pretty cool. There's this orange track everywhere. That's basically what they say on the all, all the radio stuff. They're just like, you know what this is. You know what you're here for. Um, they usually have a couple of really cool cars that come with it as well. The Lego ones in particular were really great. There was a Lego Mini, which was just like speaking to me. So that was basically the game, the car I used for that whole DLC. Um, but yeah, being able to to zip around Mexico on these giant orange tracks, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I was thinking about like, what do they do next? Like, what are they, what they've done Hot Wheels, they've done Lego. What could they do next? Um, and as much as I would have liked them to see them do something different, I'm excited for the fact that they're just like, I want to do Hot Wheels again. Like it's, it's a lot of fun. You know what to expect. I was actually kind of surprised they went back to Hot Wheels since Hot Wheels has its own racing game. That's that was, true. That was the part yeah. that caught me off guard. I'm like, I mean, it, it worked for Forza Horizon 3, but yeah, I was like, ah, okay. I mean, I guess Hot Wheels doesn't really care, right? They're like, whatever. You can buy Unleashed or you can buy this DLC. We don't care. <laughs> and I think too that they are, at when it comes down to it, they are vastly different games. Like um, for all the talk of Forza Horizon being, like the, the Horizon franchise being a more arcadey experience, and it definitely is. It is still like, it's a racing game. Like, whereas Unleashed is just like pure doing tricks and drifts to build your speed your boost meter so you can keep yeah so you can keep boosting and boosting and boosting and never stop boosting basically just added a jurassic world pack of cars they did Um, it's like six bucks i'm like i think about getting it it. screw it um and it's it's getting like all the seasons they've done for it so far have been pretty interesting as well like spongebob was like whatever the um the batman one was pretty cool and then they did a monster trucks one which i think is still available but i I actually want to get the monster trucks one um because my son is like obsessed with Hot Wheels cars at the moment, which I'm totally okay with. Um, but the, he likes the monster trucks, so um, as well. So it's cool to see some of the monster trucks that he has in the game, and, and the Jurassic Park one as well. There's one of one of the trucks that you can get the the Triceratops truck. Um, he actually has that. Nice. Like I have that it, in my lounge right now. It's it's just it, I'll discuss it more in our quest log because I've been I've been playing it and loving it, but I do find it kind of sneaky if I sneak the guy the cars you can buy into the races. I'm like, what the fuck is the mystery van doing here? Of course I can purchase it. Is that the the, the, yeah. the turtles? Oh. <laughs> yeah, sneaky. Yeah. yeah, and and they're like it's only like two bucks, no, and it's like it, it is. And and the thing is, it, it's exactly how they get you with actual Hot Wheels cars yeah, as well. Absolutely, because it's just like oh, it's just two bucks. We'll get it. Like it'll keep them happy or whatever. You know. It's it's but exactly next thing the you know, same. Like fifty Hot Wheels cars. <laughs> I already do. Like, and I'm already buying more. Like, uh, but honestly, it was what I was like when I was a kid. No, I yeah, did the absolutely. same thing. Like, yeah. it was. It's uh, it, Hot Wheels cars are great. Oh, yeah. Like, they're just so much fun. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I didn't realize it's coming out so soon. Oh yeah, it's, but it's, um, yeah, next month. It's exactly a month. I now, will, pretty much. Oh yeah, I will get to it at some point. 
So, and usually the the, the expansions for like the Forza game, Forza Horizon games are not too badly priced at like thirty five bucks, I think, at full price. So that's pretty good. Um, so yeah, I'll definitely I'll definitely check this one out. Next up was a pretty pointless trailer for Arc Two, which I'm just gonna go ahead and nope, even though I, Vin Diesel was front and center. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's a nope from me, but also I think it should be called a Vin Diesel's Arc Two now. I think it's, it may as well be right. That's what it should be it called. May as well yeah. be. Anyway, that's coming 2023. Ho- hopefully, uh, it runs better than Arc One. My God, what a mess! It's a uh, it's a rough game. I tried it on PC once because it was free um on the Epic Game Store, and oh my God, I couldn't figure anything out. The menus a disaster, and I gave up and quit and deleted it. I'm like, no, I'm I'm yep. good. I'm good. It's um, fair. Next up, we had some somber tapestries uh, with Scorn <laughs> once again re-emerging with a release date trailer. Um, it's a dope, even though I've got nothing to really say about it. Um, yeah, I've got... This This game makes me uncomfortable. Um, Biopunk it's a dope for me as well. But Joel, Biopunk horror. Yeah, I, I know. I just read that too, and I'm like, oh, okay, he's kind of getting me. But also, it's so gross. This game is gross. Honestly, um, like Shades of, in Shades the, of, Cro- in the of best- Cronenberg. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Cronenberg by the way of um, H.R. Geiger. Yeah, like it's, 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 it's so funny seeing everyone talk about Scorn and it's, it's just like a weird thing. Like, but having yeah. followed the Easy Allies since Inception and Scorn being one of their very first like big ticket Patreon supporters, like that backed them to get like a, a podcast plug. It's yep. so, it's kind of cool seeing and finally have a release date. It's kind of neat. I don't know. I feel like I should at least check it out. Again, you know, those odd forms and yeah. somber tapestries, you know. Gotta, exactly. Gotta dig, it's gotta certainly odd forms, for sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so that's coming out October 21st. Uh, next up is Flintlock, The Siege of Dawn, which I don't remember. So it's a nope from me. Whoops. <laughs> I mean, it's a dope from me, but I, I remember bits of it. It looked cool. I remember seeing this when it got announced like a year or two ago. And I was like, oh, this looks interesting. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I, maybe the next time it pops up, I'll pay attention a bit more. But um, yeah. See, the reason I, I now, kept getting it mixed up with another game later. So no, I was already doomed. Right. I was already doomed. Yep. Yeah, uh, maybe so that's coming out early 2023. Uh, I would go and watch the trailer. <laughs> yes. Uh, next up was Minecraft Legends. I think this game leaked as well, but it's hard to tell anymore. Um. It's a nope from me, even though I really appreciate Mojang being allowed to do something a bit different with Minecraft. Uh, Look, I agree, but also no. Unlike Dungeons, this one looks like it would land with me, but we'll see. Yeah, see, yeah, Dungeons was something that I was interested in and it just didn't click or it had no real drive to go back to it. Yeah, Um, Maybe if I had it on the Switch, it might be a different case, but... Anyway, yeah, so Minecraft Legends is an action strategy game coming out in 2023. Uh, definitely interesting, definitely different, but um, yeah, it's been a noped. So see you later, Minecraft. Bye. Next up was a a brief trailer for a game that I think was announced last year, if I re- recall mm-hmm. correctly. Uh, Lightyear Frontier. I don't have much to say about this besides the fact that it's dope, and I'm incredibly at risk of playing this game. It's dope for me as well because it's basically like. Harvest Moon, but what if mechs? Yeah, and I and yes, I'm in. Thank you. <laughs> I, yeah, hundred percent. Well, 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 like, you yeah. made your sale. You made your sale. Is that you don't need to say anymore? Just like it's like cool. You you run a farm, 
but also you have a mech no, that and you run the farm no out combat of. open world farming like let's go i'm in sick i'm into that I absolutely into that. go recommend going to watch the trailer if you haven't yet the little bits of gameplay i was just like oh I just this could i love could the, consume me <laughs> i love that the mech is like it's like a transformer of a tractor that is like halfway through transformation it's so good it's brilliant it's got like the 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 tractor grill on the front of it oh it kills me but yeah i remember when this got announced i was like this looks awesome (laughs) so yeah i'm definitely gonna play this one for sure uh yeah so it's um going into early access through game pass so yeah doing spring which i guess is our autumn in 2023 so still a bit of time uh, next up was Gunfire Reborn. Um, I have nothing more to say about it, but it's dope, and it looks dope. It's a dope from me as well. Um, I remember seeing, I think it was Funhouse play, doing like a Let's Play in this like two years ago, three years ago. Well, it came ago. out on PC in 2020, so that that's the timelines line up. Yeah, um, I remember seeing it, and I was like, oh, this looks cool. It's, it's like cat-like creatures it's got like roguelike elements it's a first person shooter rpg and rpg elements i'm like all right you you got me you got me it's got a cell shaded art style like it's everything about it is just like ticking boxes so yeah it's, this it's looks essentially like, like going uh, down a list of what joel wants in a game and it's ticking him all the way down 100 percent. so yeah i will be there Day one for this. Um, Four-player co-op as well, which is pretty cool. Game Pass in October, so it's coming up pretty soon. I will I will, I will, be playing this game, 100%. I might have to re-dip into Game Pass for a month to check it out. Do it. Join me. Uh, let's, be, let's, let's be cats with guns. Let's, do, let's go. I mean, why not? It sounds very appealing to me. Fuck yeah. Uh, next up was the reveal trailer for a game called The Last Case of Benedict. Benedict fox and this game again it's not much to talk about because it's a very short trailer so a little bit of gameplay but it looks incredibly dope yeah i it this looks very dope i did skip over this one the first time oh, really? i watched it well did you go back, up, did you go back with, and watch it though i have i i i was watching it with my son oh and I was okay like, oh yeah. this is a bit yeah. too spooky for him a little bit even though he didn't he doesn't care like he's really actually weirdly good with that sort of stuff but um yeah i'm getting some like real um like uh oh god what's the name what's the name i'm trying to think of i don't know what are you trying to think of joel unspoken things um unspoken what <laughs> like like uh, i'm told like arkham horror stuff like oh god what's his name oh he's a terrible person but i love i love everything that's you know who I'm talking about. I don't, my brain's not working tonight. It's funny because oh. it, you've spread it to me. Oh Lovecraft. my god, what is it? Lovecraft. Thank you. It's very I, Lovecraft. I was laughing, here. and as I'm laughing, the name left my mind. I'm like, I better not. If I don't remember oh, no. this, I'm screwed. I'll never live it down. <laughs> um, um, yeah, very Lovecraftian in its what it's. I'll tell what it's so. like, but yeah, it's 2D side-scrolling game, a combat looks kind of hack and slushy actiony but either way the style of the game looks very cool um it's coming out again spring so probably out autumn 2023 uh absolutely look for trailer for this because i'm incredibly into yep. this shit <laughs> yeah i i am 
pretty pretty excited about this one too. And I don't, looks very very good. Plot twist for developers are promising engaging and emotional story topping on top of the combat and puzzle platforming elements. Yes, sick. Into I'm it. in. Very much into it. Uh, next up was as dusk falls, and it's a nope from me. Really, I could I could not stand the visual style. Couldn't stand it. <laughs> I didn't love it, but yeah. I got used to yeah. it. Um, I'm I'm kind of into it. I mean, it's a. I was going to say it's a dope, but I don't have a whole lot to say about it. But I just, it's I I'm I could, I'm curious about it. I, I just couldn't get into it, and I maybe if I played it, but like, nah. Yeah, I look. I guess I can see that. Um, I feel like that the what they're presenting with the narrative is really intriguing. It is very and I, I kind of. Which is so strange for me because like you really enjoyed like um, I'm bringing up things that I can't remember. That really cool game that I didn't play Virginia. that I bought. That's the one. Yeah, like yeah, I don't know. It's just, like yeah, it's, stuff it's, like that. It's how it, visually how it's presented. I don't like the just the art direction they've taken for it. I don't know. Okay. I just don't like it. I can't get into it. Wow, wow. I I didn't expect wow. that honestly, but that's I. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Let's move on. Yeah. It, hey, look, I everyone is into it. Nothing against you. Nothing against you. But yeah, just I don't know something about like the flip note, the like the um, the still frame sort of skipping. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't like it. It was like a, it's like a motion comic. Yeah. Like, uh, and I, yeah. I once nice. I sort of like clicked that in my head, I was like, okay, cool. Uh, it is probably good to mention as well. It's like you can play solo or up to eight persons multiplayer, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, like much like Supermassive's um, games these days. Exactly. It yeah. really does sort yeah. of feel like Xbox's take on that, but I don't know. Yep. I'd probably play the quarry instead, honestly. Probably I would too, but... Uh, yeah. Next up was Naraka Blade Point. Um, nope. <laughs> this nope. game just I keeps popping up. I always see this up. game... <laughs> Yeah, it keeps popping up. And I'm like, this looks cool, but nah. um, it's like it, it it sits in that like Warframe category where I'm just like, I'd like to be interested in that, but it just feels like. See, but I played Warframe, so I can I can I'm on the cusp of understanding it. Naraka, I look at him just like, uh, it's okay. Yeah. Anyway, it's a nope. So we're moving that, on. Doesn't matter. Uh, exactly. Next up was Pentiment. I don't have much to say about this, but it's dope because it it looks so unique. It's dope, yeah, because it's it's yeah, it is very unique. Um, and I I didn't know until like I think a day later that yeah, the, the man who um led development on Fallout New Vegas and Pills of Eternity is behind this. Obviously, yeah, this is like a like a new Obsidian game. Josh so Sorry. like it's very very interesting. Um, I don't know if I'll play it straight away. I don't know if I, I will. It's but not either, jumping at me as something that's like I'm really, really interested in. But like, it's a very cool trailer, and I think what it's setting out to do is um, is pretty, really cool. So, and having that that pedigree of of talent behind it, I think is yeah. It's enough, sort of another one of those games. It's it. like worth watching the trailer to see the the art style, like the gameplay, because it's so it's so unique. Like I kind of I'm trying to think of things to really compare it to, but. <laughs> Uh, the, the one that sticks out in my mind is Card Shark, honestly. Yeah, like sure. it kind of has a similar that. art style to Card Shark. I see that. Um, but but that's where the similarities end. Yeah. Um, so it's a branching, yeah. a multi-branching narrative adventure, um, portrayed in a neat medieval tapestry art style. 
Set in sec- 16th century Bavaria, Pentanet will take place on a narrative journey through the eyes of journeyman artist Andreas Maler, 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 during a time of great social unrest. So yeah, it's coming out in November, day one for Game Pass. So no reason to not check it out if you've got Game Pass, but yeah, visually I'm yeah. super intrigued. And when I found out it was by, yeah, Josh Sawyer from, from New Vegas and Pills Returning, I was like, okay, all right, I'm listening. Yeah, interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Next up was Grounded, and I don't mean it's dope. This is what this was one it's of the dope. dopest announcements from the whole damn show for me. I always love a good Grounded trailer because they always have a good like they always have a lot of fun with it. Um, but the best part about this was is the fact that it's coming out of early access. Like that's this pretty September. exciting. Yep, yep. So that the, the whole the whole shtick for this trailer was like finish the story. You can you can find out why you were shrunk and maybe finally get home. I'm so, honestly really glad I only played it that one time because everything that's been yeah. added is going to be so fresh. And I'm, this is what I'm coming back to game pass for in, in um, September for sure. Lock it in. I, I, this is, I'm excited to play this as well. We'll have to see if we can get some time with that, uh, with my wife Absolutely. as well. Cause she really enjoyed playing Absolutely. this. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the same as you. I'm, I'm glad I didn't play a whole lot of it. I played enough to get the gist of it and be like, Oh, this is really cool. Um, but now it's coming out, full release, have the full story. I'm very excited yeah. to to jump back in and yeah, so keen. Turn those spider turn those spider sliders all the way down again. <laughs> Joel, God damn it! Right all the way down. Oh damn it, Joel! Give me, give me, give me like anthropomorphic blobs that I can shoot at. That's fine. Maybe I'll ease myself into it. Who knows? Uh, next up was Erebon Shadow Legacy, which is a note from me because I'm skimming the trail now. And once again, I don't really remember it. I don't remember this either. It's third person yeah, special I style action either. game. It looks cool, but yeah, like at a glance, nothing shoving out of me. So no disrespect. I just don't really remember you. We got uh, a lot to talk about. It's published by Raw Fury, yeah. so... Yeah, I do remember this one. It looks interesting. Like I, there was not enough in it that made yeah. me go, "Ooh, yeah." So it's a note for me. But again, Raw Fury, is, Raw Raw Fury as a publisher is making it worth keeping an eye on. But I just don't don't have enough to yeah. say about it. Um, yep, to really really expand upon that. It's coming in twenty twenty three as well. Next up was Diablo Four, which. Um, Diablo Four is much like your conflict with Overwatch. Is where I'm at with Diablo. Yeah, and especially yeah. I mean, first of all, dope, um, obviously. Mm-hmm. Dope for me too. Diablo has been enough turmoil recently with the release of Immortal, and it's just my god, those microtransactions! Jesus Christ, what a yeah fucking disaster of a game. Um, yeah, I was happy though. Instead of playing it, I just went back to Diablo three and was like, man, Diablo three rocks. <laughs> what a great game. The the worst part is that is that Diablo Immortal is a good game. It is Just a good game instead. that works, but it works really but well on right mobile. There. But also, that's what I'm saying. But it, it's a, it's a new game. It works. I think that the mobile controls work really well. Hey. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's great. Yeah, but you don't like mobile gaming anyway. So like it's virtual joysticks. Yeah, and which stuff is trash. <laughs> And that's fine. I I I like I I I don't like them. Like I I I don't seek out and be like, oh, cool, it's got yeah. virtual joysticks. Like it's, but like I 
I can use them, and I think there are there are instances where they are used quite well. And I think Diablo Immortal is a very good game. It's just, yeah, yeah. The stuff that people want from a Diablo game is locked behind a paywall. So, the stuff yeah. that you come to a Diablo game for, yeah, incredibly yeah. predatory. That's... That guy who dropped all that money and didn't get a single good gem. Yeah, I'm, I'm garbage, hot garbage. It's really but unfortunate. Diablo Four is coming out, so hopefully yeah. none of those predatory microtransactions creep into this like when Diablo 3 had the real money auction house that killed the game at launch and Blizzard had to almost entirely relaunch that game to get it back on track yep Blizzard man but anyway Diablo 4 is looking very cool the Necromancer was announced as the final class as as Blizzard's attempt to be like look we put the Necromancer in he's not even DLC this time do you like us now and it looks the gameplay yeah. looks so fucking good. It's ridiculous. It does. It makes it, it hard for me it to looks... still be angry at Blizzard. This is my Overwatch 2 where I'm like, look at this damn game. I'm gonna probably play a thousand hours of it. Jesus Christ. Well, this is the, the worst part. It's like a one-two punch for me, because I'm dealing I'm reeling with it from Overwatch 2, and then I see fucking Diablo 4 and I'm like It oh, looks God. incredibly good. It looks really fucking good. Like yeah, and the fact, yeah, the the, the necromancer is going to be like a at launch exactly class not DLC like it was very free. very cool, which is exciting because it's like what are they going to do for DLC for it? Like, are they going to do any more classics or are they going to do something new? I mean, or, will it you know, go Overwatch style? Will, will they just be heroes added for free? Like, I'm very curious in the oh, the post game plans for this. Like, obviously, Diablo three mm-hmm. had the Reaper expansion. Yep. Um, yeah, Reaper of Souls. Reaper of Souls yeah. yep. And then they had the Necromancer expansion, which was just a character. It didn't really add anything else. But a lot of the other stuff they've added since was free, like all the extra rifts and the small, even if it's like a color tint change and like reused enemy assets, but made them a bit different. It's still new things to explode and get loot out of. Um, yeah, exactly. So they've done a good job of keeping that game alive, keeping the se- like having the seasonal system come in where you can go on seasonal journeys, get unique like loot and all that. So obviously this is a game I'm incredibly at risk of just like writing off like six months of my life for. Um, it yeah. looks very good. Um, at the very least, I'll probably play it because oh, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to come and pass. Maybe not day one. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with it. But like if it does... I mean, first of all, if that happens, that's huge. But like, uh, but yeah, if it's there, I'll probably check it out on there at the very least. But I will probably buy this game. Like, it's uh, it's just so much fun to sit back and play a Diablo it game. Is, it really is, and that's especially in this day and age on a console. It actually is a better experience. I've, in my I vastly prefer Diablo three on console, but I played it at launch on PC when it was a hot stinking it's, mess, and then. And it's also because Diablo 3 was designed as a console game. That's the thing. I can't play Diablo 3 without that cool role anymore. I just can't do it. Of course. Yeah, right? Like, it's, yeah. Diablo 3 was 100% designed as a a console game, which is... The only reason it took so long was because they had to fix Diablo 3 to get it there, because they had to deal with the money auction house and all the connection errors, because it was DRM, always online bullshit. So, yeah. Again, Blizzard's been having a lot of issues over the years. But Diablo 4 is looking good. And they're saying all the right things. It's just got that cloud of Immortals controversy hanging over it. And I'm guessing they were like, 
not not planned because obviously this was in the books probably months in advance but they must have been like well hopefully if we get the Diablo 4 conversation out there and start that off people will think a bit less about Immortal yeah yeah and we can keep getting our whales in there and making money off of them yep unfortunately, unfortunately. but yeah and then like on top of that you've got all the Activision Blizzard stuff still yep, and it's absolutely. like come it's just I just want to play a fun game I just want to play a fun game with my friends, it's all I want to do. Like that's. I mean, it gets harder and harder every Overwatch, day. Honestly, yeah. The way the industry goes. Overwatch two and Diablo four. It's like I just want to play. I just want to shoot things or hit things with giant swords or spells. I want to make number go with up. My friends. Yeah. Press button, make number go up, please. Anyway, next up was a trailer for season seven of Sea Sea of Thieves, and once again, it's a trailer that's made me go, "Oh no, I don't have time to play Sea of Thieves." So it's a yep, dope. It's too. a dope for me. Not much to say about it. Um, it's a dope for me, but yeah, I, I think it's it's uh, on top of everything that it announced in the trailer, which wasn't a whole lot, I guess, to me as someone who hasn't played Sea of Thieves. I don't Thieves need to play Sea start. of Thieves and know how cool it would be to be the captain of my own ship. That's exactly awesome. like that's sort of cool. But on top of that, they made a cool jaunty sea shanty song to go with it. And uh, I very much enjoyed that. You can just tell that the team on Sea of Thieves are having so much fun with this game, Um, especially with their promotional material stuff. It's just, it's always very, very enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Um, And it makes me go, man, I really should play Sea of Thieves. But when I had Game Pass, I had it installed for so long and never booted it up. Um, But yeah. Yeah. This trailer is just like. Comes out July twenty first as well, so it's really soon. Like I want to try that all that that I don't know if it's still there, but like all the the um Pirates of the Caribbean stuff apparently was really fucking good. And were they are they doing they may have already decided, but wasn't the community picking what they do to alter the map permanently? Like they had two options. I think yeah, so. I'm not yeah, sure if that's still going on. Either way, Sea of Thieves is a game like we 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 played at launch and it was incredibly fun. It's some of the most fun I've yep. had in a co-op game like ever it was so good yeah um, it was so much fun and and, and they've only added so yeah, much to well, cause it like, like it was very bare bones and since then they've obviously taken it on board and they've gone the seasonal route which is a good idea for this sort of game and yeah it's always been one of those games in the back of my mind being just being like what if you were just like a pirate for like a month like just be a pirate man just do it yeah exactly it's like, just be it's a going pirate. overseas launch yourself out of a cannon onto an island fucking fight a megalodon Fucking a, yeah. I love that those are the things that are like keep you from. They're the be- the map boundaries are like giant monsters that you can't fight until they let you fight. Yeah, but yeah, great. It's cool stuff. Uh, next up was Ravenlock, which is the one I do remember more so than the other one. Yes. Um, yes. So this is from the creators of. I didn't know it was actually by the creators of uh, Echo Generation. Yeah, I, it's I, this is dope for me. Yeah, it's dope for me as well. Cool little look, looking um, action adventure game with like some voxel, voxelish like yeah art influences. Yeah, man, like this looks cool. Echo Generation was very similar. Mm. I did play a little bit. I can't remember if I just played the demo or if I actually downloaded the game and played a little bit of it um, on Game Pass. It was is really cool. It was a ter- it was like almost like a um, JRPG style oh, okay. game um, with a similar art style. Um, and this time it looks like they're doing like a action RPG, which, yep, please. This looks great. Oh, so, no, I do remember yeah. Echo Generation. That's right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Echo Generation was cool. Yeah. Um, it had some really, from what I'd played of it, um, 
it has some really great writing in it as well, which is really fun. Um, yeah, and I, I think something else came out. I just never went back to it. But um, yeah, this looks cool. I'm into it. Ravenlock, let's go. Yep. Um, very much. Well, I mean, not 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 vibes. It is pretty much like swimming in Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Apologetically, but yeah, um, definitely worth keeping keeping an eye out for it. Not it's not to wait until next year, but um, yeah, yeah. Of the two games yeah. with like lock in their name, that's the one I remember. The other one I forget. Yeah, it's the one I'm more interested. Yes, in, I yes, guess. yes. Uh next up was Cocoon, a fun game, but I'm sure Joel can't wait to talk about. I'm gonna say dope, but I don't really care for this. It's dope for me. There's honestly. not much to say about it, really, beyond the fact that it's um, it's a new. It's a puzzle game. You can like, in like immediately the the weird thing it, that you did in 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 like the gameplay demo to solve a puzzle. I was like, oh, yes, okay, I'm in, I'm in. And that's obviously after they revealed it's by the um one of the creators of um Inside and Limbo. So obviously it's got the legacy behind it. If you like those games, um, I like one of those games. <laughs> Shut up. The other one of those games I think is, I the other one of those games I think is overrated, but. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> anyway. Fucking come at me. Come at me. Anyway. I think Inside's overrated. Moving on. Not, again, not much to say about it. It was a very short trailer, but the visual style looks very interesting. The puzzle solving. If, yeah. if it's anything like that first, but one of my, oh, this, I like games that have weird puzzle solutions like that. Just into it. Yeah. I, I like the idea of it. I just, nothing grabbed me i was like i think i went oh that's interesting with that like, them solving that puzzle but i was like it didn't make me want to play i mean it. i think a large part of how they are selling the game is the the inside and limbo factor right which is fine but even if i take that out of it there was i it didn't that's what i mean though like if, when if you people... take that out like if you're not into puzzle games you're just probably like eh, okay i'm good yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, fair. But like, if fair, you're fair, into fair. puzzle games and you liked either Inside or Limbo, then you're, there's probably, this is a game worth keeping an eye on. Yeah, for sure. Like, it just, it didn't didn't hit for me. It wasn't something that stuck in my mind, but it does look cool. Next up was um, the start of a, not really a block, I guess. I guess it was a block. Was Phil Spencer coming out and being like, hey, we love Japan, even if they don't really like us. <laughs> Yep, they're just they're they're trying they're so, so hard. Oh, it's like they're just please. so desperate for it. Um, so first up was the it, plus side. the The plus side of all that is though, people like us get to benefit from it because we get sick, like awesome kick ass games like this. We do. Um, so first up was a new game from Team Ninja called Wo Long Fallen Dynasty. Yep. Um, I don't know what to say about it really. So it's a dope for me, but I have nothing to really add to the conversation. Besides, I watched the trailer. I'm like, I bet I know what sort of game this is. Yeah, it's a dope for me. I mean, like, it's it's got, it's the team who, the last game they made was Neo. So, yeah, take from that what you will. But it's, uh, I'm, I, I, it looks fine. It looks pretty fun. If you want an extra, um, extra little bit of reason to get excited, Joel. Okay. It's um obviously been led by yeah um producers Fumihiko Yasuda who worked on Neo mm-hmm. and Masaki Yam- Yamaga- Yamagiwa who worked on Bloodborne. 
Oh, all right, all right. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. I'm I'm back in. Yep. I'm, I mean, I wasn't out. I was like, oh, this looks like fun. Now nah, I'm in now. Let's go. So yeah, let's fucking it, it's go. A, it seems like it's a collab between Team Ninja and um, W Force from a Dynasty Warriors game. So I don't know. I'm very interested. Very interested. It's probably going to run at the same frame rate. Probably. As, um, probably. As Bloodborne currently. It was a it fun. was a full CG trailer, so that's why there's not much to really say about it besides listing off a couple yeah. of names and you know the assuming how it'll play. Yeah. Uh, next up was the biggest one. I would say it's so dumb, but I think this is the biggest one. This, this was this was easily the biggest leak of all key three to me. Because this leaked out. Uh, this was this leaked out beforehand as well. well. See again, didn't see this. So uh, this got an or, an actual audible. Holy fucking shit from me! Like while I watched it. So yeah, just a whole a preemptive dope, obviously. Of course, yeah, hundred um, percent. Persona Three Portable, Persona Four Golden, and Persona Five Royal are coming to Game Pass and Xbox. And Persona Three Portable and Persona Four Golden are coming to playstation as well thank fucking god thank fucking yep. god atlas you bastards you had me worried you had me worried you but it's okay we're good we're good i'm gonna put i'm i'm as soon as like uh p3 portable comes out on game pass i'm playing it i'm playing it i'm throwing my money at my at the playstation so i'm like <laughs> just ex- i'm Ugh. i'm yeah like the fact that it's just like yeah it's gonna be on game pass i'm like no, I'm fucking. I'm buying them. I'm buying them. I want. I'm, please do a physical bundle that's really expensive. I'll pay you for it. I'll, I'll pay you for it. <laughs> um. No. Yeah. This is obviously. This is fucking bonkers. Like that. There are so many layers of bonkersness to this announcement. Like the fact that it's on Game Pass. Um. See that. Even that, if it is being spaced out, that part wasn't too surprising because, like, honestly, all the big Final Fantasies were on Game Pass when they came. Of course, but like, I mean, this is fucking Atlas we're talking about here. Like, so they don't do anything fun. But I, that's what so, I mean, though, right? So the Game Pass thing was the part that wasn't that surprising. It was just like the the will they, will it, will they won't they come to other platforms because of it being Atlas? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Obviously, you know, yeah. But being on Game Pass, I thought was pretty crazy. But then the fact that it's on fucking Xbox of all things, the fact that people are going to get to play Persona Five that maybe aren't in the PlayStation ecosystem finally is very exciting, um, and Golden as well. Like Golden has been a game that's been, I mean, it had a, a relaunch last year essentially by being available to play on PC. I think it was actually but- two years ago now. Was it two years? Jesus. I know. I um, know, Joel. Let that sink in. I thought it was I thought it was fucking last year. Oh my god. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um But yeah, being able to play this on on consoles again, which is very, very exciting. And um I mean a Golden is will forever hold a special place in my heart because it was the game that made me kind of like playing JRPGs. Um I adore that game and that cast and those characters. Same with five, but um, I'm three was always the gaping gap in my, in my persona playing of the ones that I want to play. So I finally get to play it next year, which is going to be exciting. Please Atlas, like remake it. I just, yeah, I have nothing against portable. I like portable. I like some of the things that portable does. It's not the way I, I just want I don't like the way it has, the cutscenes are gone, and it 
it takes away it's a simple thing right because persona 5 it's like oh cool i'm walking around tokyo but like halfway through you're like i'm just gonna fast travel through menus now i'm just like it's quicker yeah but the fact that portable removes that option entirely and you only bounce through menus and like move a cursor over a map it's it's fine like it was the the best way to get it going on psp but i just will always miss persona 3 fes even it's like a little additional chapter set after the main story concludes was it was it wasn't great but it was like hey more persona 3 um overall happy it's coming back but when i look again different companies and when I look at Square Enix and them going, hey, look, remember that? You know, yeah. you know that Crisis Core we put on PSP? Fucking boom. Pretty much being remade. Look at that. Look how good this looks. Yeah. Here's a comparison Speaking- shot. Good God. Speaking of games that were released on PSP that I've kind of wanted to play for a long time, there's another one that I finally get to play as well. In the next next six months. Um. So, yeah, that's... I just want to remake it, please. Please. I'm begging you. I'm begging you to remake Persona 3. But this announcement was cool. Um, Persona 5 Royals, like, I guess it's a next-gen patch, is also coming to PlayStation 5 on the same day. Um, maybe. Okay, maybe that'll... Okay. All right. Maybe that'll be the that'll be the push to get me to go back. I mean, I don't see... I think it's mostly just going to add 60 FPS mode. And I don't really care. I really like... I like the frame rate because it feels more like a fucking anime. <laughs> So I don't know. Maybe I'm weird like that. Yeah. I, I really do enjoy that sort of that style. Um, but hey, if you, if you care, then yeah, it'll, it'll be 60, I guess, <laughs> in October. Yeah. Uh, All right. Once again, holding out hope that when that direct drops, these games will also be in there. Or once again, I'll be like, yeah. Atlas, what the hell? See, all this money that's just like sitting on a tape. Switch owners want to give it to you. They want to give you this money to play these games. <laughs> and I was just like, it's nah, don't want it. But we, we will give you exclusively. We'll give you Shin Megami Tensei five, but we also weirdly won't give you the new soul hackers game. It's like, what Atlas? like what, what I, are you doing? I don't know what Atlas. I don't, I don't know. know. I, don't I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. <laughs> Atlas are just all over they're the one of the most confusing shop. companies out there, but I just want my, I watch them daily. I'm like, what are you what are you doing? They're the epitome of us like, we know you want this. We know you want this. Oh, oh, that's great. Can we, can we maybe have it? No, 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 you can't. Like they, you can't. they're not, they're nearly at like Nintendo level, right? They really are. Or it, it's almost like they want to be like Nintendo and they're just like pushing this. But then they buckle in the end. Agenda on purpose. Nintendo doesn't yeah, do Nintendo's Nintendo's just like, no. But yeah. Atlas always just goes, oh, I guess we we, we do want the money, though. <laughs> Atlas don't have hardware to push as well, though. That's, That's true. So, like, yeah, Nintendo are like, nah, we, we've got good reason to keep our things locked down. Exactly. exactly. So, awesome. That was easily the most exciting announcement of the whole thing for me. It's not, yep. even, it's not even close. And it's so funny because as excited as I was, the next couple of days I'm like, announce the PlayStation versions. Do it. Do it, or I'll fly to Japan. <laughs> they, they did announce it, though. Jesus. They announced it they coming did. to PlayStation, and it's also coming to Steam. So it won't, won't only be yep. on the weird Game Pass app on PC, which yep. is good. It's a good idea. Um, yeah, next up was the, one of the worst-kept secrets. <laughs> yeah. 
Hideo Kojima is collaborating with Xbox Game Studios. I mean, I, I guess it's a dope. I don't, I don't know. It's a dope because it's going to be some weird fucking shit and I'm going to play so it. Like, here's the only hang up I have. How far off do you think this game is? Because based on this, no right, it doesn't look like he's really started it. He seems like, obviously we know he's working on Death Stranding 2, thanks to Norman Reedus. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, again, sort of the um, Twitter account that leaked the Persona thing and Hollow Knight thing and also the entirety yep. of Sony State of Play and just recently the Crisis Core thing. They corroborated the, the we may as well talk about it, not, not in depth, but the fact that Kojima is making a horror game called Overdose. Overdose, yeah. Do I don't know if that is the cloud game. I don't know. I don't know. But either way, nothing was here. It was just Kojima being like, I'm looking forward to making a game for Xbox. I like money very much. <laughs> and then the internet exploded and being like, but what about Sony? Oh and it was God. like, don't, just don't. Console Warriors, stop it. Take, a, take a holiday, guys. Just take a break. Just like, stop it. Like... He's still using he's still using fucking Gorilla's um engine, isn't he? I don't know. Like Death Stranding 2 is still coming. Norman Reed has told us that. Yeah, exactly. There's that too as well, but like I'm pretty sure that that, that they were they were made in the Decima engine. So like Yeah, they were definitely made in Decima. Um, but like this is weird, right? Because it's lever- it's using the power of the cloud if the rumors are to be believed from Mr. Jeff Grubb. This is meant to be a, a game that utilizes Xbox's cloud integration hmm which also means it's probably I, I a game you'd be able to play on your tv in the future well i mean that's uh, uh, stuff well that's the whole thing that, that that's been the rumor going around exactly. anyway that microsoft uh, microsoft's going to release like a like a little stick like a chromecast basically that you put inside of your tv that you just use that to play games and australians just cry um, in the corner yeah of course we do but it's yeah um, yeah, I don't know. I I, I can't even speculate no, on it because it's, like it's, it's so hard to. It's hard to speculate on what like could who, you could possibly who could have be predicted doing. Death Stranding, the first of it, the but, first Strand game, mind you. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Now the Strands are going to the cloud. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, the, honestly, the, the main reason I was excited about this is just like I was I was excited for Jeff Grubb, who had been saying this for so long, and everyone's just like, yeah. no way, Grubb. And, there you go. <laughs> there you go. He's like, I fucking man told you. The himself has come on screen to say yeah. it. Never doubt Grubby Grub. Unless it's about a Nintendo Direct. Then... I mean, honestly, doubt everyone about Nintendo Directs. Because sometimes exactly. I feel like Nintendo sees the rumors and goes, fuck you guys. <laughs> nah. nah. We're just going to not do that we'll now. Do it next week. You don't get that. Joke's on you. Yeah. We need, everyone Everyone, stop talking about when yeah, the exactly. Direct that's is the only time. Well, that's actually, it's funny. Because this is off topic again. Recently, yeah. they, there's been a lot of controversy going around because Nintendo, um, according to the YouTube user in question, sort of went after his channel and all of his um, Metroid Prime cover songs. And the last yeah. time that Nintendo got themselves in hot water when they went for the, I think it was the Gunner Silver account or whatever it was, that used to like just post Nintendo OSTs for um. On yeah. YouTube. They got taken down. And the answer was like, what the hell, Nintendo? Just, we want your music, but you don't put it on anything? This is insane. Everyone got furious at Nintendo, and then they had a big direct a week later, and then it was just like, yeah. we love Nintendo. And I mean, I'm part of that problem, but people are like, 
is history going to repeat? Is it going to happen? Yes, we'll see. I I think it's going to. I mean, next week. Like if it feels like once Three Hopes comes out in at the end of a month, they've only really got Xenoblade on the docket with a date, and then they've got Spl- uh, Splatoon doesn't have a date, does no. it? Like Pokemon no. does, but Pokemon doesn't count because that's a Pokemon company and they do their own thing anyway. Yep. Yep. Anyway, that's speculation. That's for a different time because exactly. we're not done yet. Next up, we have Starfield, which is, of course, going to be a dope because it was their big ending. Yeah. Joel, where are you at with Starfield? I don't know. Me neither. I I don't know. And this is someone coming from someone who drafted this as his number one draft pick in his fantasy league this year. I thought I wanted this. I don't know. I, don't I know. just there's there's too much. There are elements of this that really excite me. So um, that's okay, the ship really building. quickly before we get before we get into that, we'll talk so they showed okay. some combat. They showed some space you know, some flight and with some space combat. And they showed some some shots of like the, the big cities you'll be able to go into and like the usual uh conversation the Bethesda cam for conversations and all that with the character mm-hmm. models. And shipbuilding. That was sort of like the main things. And there was a couple of shots of the skill tree and the character builder, but a lot of that is kind of like Bethesda as I expected. Well, most of it really was. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I shipbuilding is easily the part that I'm just like, okay, that's what I needed to yeah. see. That's really cool. Um, but yeah, being able to sort of like cobble together a ship from bits and pieces and and see if it flies you, and how far you can get can it. Can you crew it up? Did, or was that just the, the, the settlement? I think so. Okay. See, that's I good. I think that, you might be able that's to. That's exciting. But then I, then I look at the combat and I'm like, how does, how does this still look so bad? Yeah. Like, I don't think it looks bad. No, it, it, just, looks it just looks like, I don't know. Fine. It's Bethesda combat in, in these sort of games. Like it's, it's just like, it looks fine. Like it's like, okay. All right. Let's fine. The thing to me that really, has me hung up is like they're like this game so big it's got over a thousand planets to explore and i'm like i don't want that honestly if i'm being completely honest i don't want that see i'm in two minds because yes they they did say that but like you don't have to go to all of them like most of those i know probably empty with like a, a a cool random event that happens if you go there like it's just like, I don't... I just... There'll be the core planets that have all the important stuff on it, and the other stuff will be optional. And I don't mind that. I I mean, obviously it's a lot, and I have to wonder if maybe if they'd maybe call that number, could the other planets have become more meaningful? Yeah. But then they also it... never confirmed that there's you won't be landing on the planets, right? It's like a, it's a cut. Yeah. It makes me so we... wonder if this we're is only the things... landing on like set points of the planets. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I spoke about this on story mode gaming. This is one of the points they wanted to talk about as well. And I think it's, it really breaks the immersion. Bethesda are a company that really want to tout themselves as like the, the Kings of immersion and like immersion gameplay and, and having this real rich world. You can sort of just dive into and lose yourself in. And then they're like, no, it's a cutscene. I, I hear Fly to space. Yeah, I hear you're there. You. And I, uh, one of my favorite things in No Man's Sky 
is of is landing on planets. But of course, to weirdly not take Bethesda's side, but to see it from their perspective, and maybe not in a way that they would like. Let's be very, very realistic here. Sometimes mm. Bethesda games barely work. Now, yeah, I can only imagine if you had the ability to just fly your spaceship straight down onto the planet. Well, I'd be happy with even like old No Man's Sky, where it's just like invisible barrier when you, except for when you hit the landing. Just like bounce off that stuff. (laughs) Of course, like it was stupid, but like, like I mean, there there are solutions. If they're so worried about breaking, if they're so worried about us breaking their their precious little fragile world, I mean, there are solutions like putting force fields around stuff as well. It just it sounds. I don't know. It's just the way that they flippantly talked about. Well, that's not really what players want. Like you don't know what I want. You, that was that was the thing. Todd Howard, it was like, you don't yeah. know how much I weirdly enjoyed landing my ship on Elite Dangerous in the spaceports, but always forgetting to hail first. So I get in there and park my ship, and they're like, "That's a fine, mate." You're like, "What do you mean?" And it's because I, as I'm because <laughs> as you're flying the space <coughs> up to the spaceports, you're meant to like hail the spaceport and be like, "Hey, I need permission to dock," and they're like, "Cool, go to this docking bay here." And it's just it's dumb, but it was really cool. Exactly, because you're playing a game where you kind of want to immerse yourself in that yes, role. But I guess it is a fucking. If they want to go on about how much of an RPG it is, this is part of the role playing element of it. It's not a sim, though, I guess, right? And that's. I'm not saying oh, that's I'm on their side. Fucking cop out. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's such a bullshit answer. Because but you're right, though. It was, it was the reason why that they went on the record is like, ah, players don't really care about that. It's like, no. Like, you ask any player that's played No Man's Sky, it's one of their most favorite things I they've love, done in a I video love game. It's so good. Like, the atmosphere in my ship is like shaking and it's just. Or oh, cool. taking off as well. Yeah, taking off. Like the first time you. Blasting straight up. It's so good. The first time you take off and you, you've put together, you've managed to cobble together your ship. You're like, I'm leaving this fucking hellhole. I'm going to space. And you just take off and then as everything clears and you were in space. It's, it's awesome. It's fucking magical. It is. Anyway. I don't want to rag on Starfield I, too much. It is coming out next I, year. Yeah, I don't want to rag on it either because, like, it could be really good. I just, it just seems, it seems exhausting for me. A lot of it is. I, it just, I don't like. Man, I really don't like bringing up a lot of Man's Sky comparisons, but a lot of what they showed just kind of looked soulless. Yeah, very like, but they, they, like washed out. No color, really. Yeah, I don't know. There's also the point that, that there's only going to be four cities. Yeah, Did you see that? yeah. I mean, I don't really, it's, I don't really mind that as long as the cities are like extensive to explore. And I think they will be, but like, I don't know. So for me, Starfield it, finds it, itself in a weird place, right? On one hand, yeah, you've got again. I hate bringing up this comparison. No Man's Sky does all the the cool mystery atmosphere of space stuff really well and also elite dangerous on some levels and of course star citizen um on the other hand for this the cool like sci-fi rpg thing they're doing outer worlds is right there yep and outer worlds was a good time yeah outer worlds is fun like it's yeah it It wasn't great but it was fun but that's the thing though it's not overwhelming with what it's giving you yeah like, I, I think we're getting to a point where I don't want to be that person that's just like, oh, games are too big. Games are too big. Like, like I said, you, they are too you, Not all of those 1,000 planets will be, I, I bet not even like a quarter of those planets you need to go to. 
It's like how Skyrim is like full of caves and all that sort of stuff. Because these sort of games, but then people why play is it for a, like a year? But that's the thing. Why is that a selling point then? Like because it's, it's I don't Bethesda fans like it. Like Skyrim uh, is a huge at at a, at a time. Skyrim was a huge game, and I, yeah, like I. The only reason I'm defending is because, like, when From Software's like, here's Elden Ring, I'm like, this is awesome. And they're like, here's more Elden Ring. I'm like, let's keep going. What else you got? And when I hit the end, I'm like, no, I want more Elden Ring. Take me back to more Elden Ring. The thing was with Elden Ring, though, it's it wasn't... I don't know. I guess you're right. It did. Elden Ring wasn't soulless. Yeah, that's the thing. That's that's Um, the thing that's sticking out in a lot of his gameplay. I'm just like, I just don't feel... Elden Ring was big, but it was manageable. And the way that it dealt it out to you was, I guess they, they could do the same thing here as well. But like the way they dealt it out to you was like, get comfortable with this area. All right, well, we'll just expand it a little bit and a little bit more and a little bit more. And then before you know it, you're like, oh, this map's fucking huge, but I don't care because I've, I've got my routes now. I can jump around between places. Oh, I haven't checked out this part of the map yet. I'm going to go over there and see what's, ha- what's happening there. Yeah, I mean... I keep coming back to Skyrim because Skyrim is, a, again, I kept to keep saying at the time because it's now a 10-year-old game. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, Skyrim was a huge world, but really the main story isn't too overwhelming. It really just came down to all the extra stuff you wanted to do. Like, did you want to do the Brotherhood quest or the Assassin's Guild quest or the, the, the Thief's Guild quest? Or, like, did you want to engage in the Stormcloak and the other guys? All these, like, other little storylines that sort of just add like another five, 10 hours to the game. If you want it, if you want it, like you don't have to engage with it. Um, and that's probably why I assume they're selling it with this, like 1000 planets and a hundred systems is like, sure. Most of them will be empty. Most of them you'll go there. You'll probably get a quest to go to one of these planets and land there. And some stupid little thing will happen. Like there'll be a firefly reference on one of them, lock it in. And you'll be like, huh, that was neat. And then you'll leave. And how much value you get from that, I guess it's going to come down to what you want from the game. Yeah. But like, I kind of am not super surprised to hear it after Skyrim. But I, yeah. At the same time, yeah, I still do also think in a way that maybe we could have culled some of those planets and made more of the other planets more worthwhile. Because I do worry that most of them will just sort of be nothing. And if the, the planets they showed in the, oh. in the brief gameplay weren't super interesting. They could have shown us one no. of them that looked cool. And yeah, exactly. And I, if they they culled some of those those one thousand planets and maybe focused on, I don't know, making the game work as well. Like it might work. You know, we, don't, we don't know. Like the game that they showed us was obviously selectively picked. Of course, it was a, the most vertical of vertical slices. It, to the sense that it was like, here is five minutes. Here is Todd Howard talking. Here is a different five minutes or so. Like very yep. clear. I would have yep. liked just a like, like Fallout Four, like I like Fallout Four. <laughs> yeah, it was just like here's I, a big uh, gameplay demo, and that sold me on Fallout Four. Granted, I forgot about it a month later when I finished it because that game was kind of nothing. Yeah. But yeah, it was. I I think I'm just at the point now personally where I'm just like I can't, I can't be fucked. Like I really cannot be bothered like anymore. So it's gonna, it needs to do something pretty exciting. So the shipbuilding is a good st- a step in the right direction, but it needs to show me something that's like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. That's going to get me in the door. Because at the moment I'm just like, I can't, I can't be bothered listening to Todd Howard just excessively 
jack himself off you, on stage. You should have like, seen the eyes in my, like, roll back into my skull the other day when I read a headline. Oh. It's been like, yep, Fallout 5 is coming after Elder Scrolls 6. I'm like, I, can we, are you fucking kidding me? Can we me? get to Elder like, Scrolls 6 first before we think about Fallout 5? <laughs> I, I can't. It's a decade in the future at this point, Todd Howard. <laughs> like, at least. Like, come on. Like, that was from the extended Xbox showcase thing when they had an interview with him. Like, I can't believe there's no need to, to say that except for to cause an absolute fucking ruckus on the internet. And like, because everyone's going to be like, that... oh, but no, where's Fallout 5? We want exactly. Fallout 5. Like, exactly. Just yeah. do you understand how video games, how hard it is to make a video game? I don't even make Especially them, but like I can understand. games with all these systems. That's why sometimes I do cut Bethesda some slack because of course. these games, the like, games in general are complicated, but the sort of games they make, I'm like, I'm sometimes I play them. I'm like, how does this work? Like, no wonder that plate clips through that wall. Like, <laughs> of course. Yeah. There's so much going on just in this one, yeah. like 10 by 10 like 10 meter by 10 meter square that i'm in at the moment and the bigger these worlds get the more insane it is that they actually function i'm shocked every time i play one like elden ring i'm like how how does this all work yeah where are my load screens i don't know but apps wizardry yeah um obviously but we're not the starfield audience right now (laughs) no no and i wanted to be i really did but I think I'm just sort of coming. Space is an, like, an idea I can get behind because, as much as I, as we all joke about it, like I really did enjoy Skyrim back in the day. I went back to I it, played it in the year one, year one of the pandemic because I was like, I can't really leave the house. You know where I can go out adventuring? Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And it was great. I never played it. I never played it. Like I played like maybe five hours of it, if that. Maybe you did play. I never you played Fallout Four, so you don't have recent Bethesda knowledge. <laughs> Yeah, I played three and four, and and I I like them. I four I don't. I don't, I don't, um, I don't like four at all. <laughs> four is four is fine. Um, Fallout three is still amazing, and New Vegas, that's but that's a, a whole other kettle of fish. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just I wanted to be more excited about this, but I just can't bring myself to be. Yeah, I when there, when there are other things out there that are just like, oh, this looks way more. Way more interesting to me right now. Absolutely. So. It's, yeah. Again, I feel I feel bad for, like, ragging on Starfield so much, but... I, I feel like I've brought some, like, some real, like, negative spicy energy to the show <laughs> this time. This time, but... I... I don't know. I, mean, I was watching the Starfield demo, and I was just sort of like, I don't care. That's exactly how I felt. I just, it like, just nothing me grabbed me. No Man's Sky, and I was like, man, I really like No Man's Sky. And obviously, again, and, like, completely there was a... different games. Like, obviously, apart from the space stuff, like, mm-hmm. Bethesda will be telling a story, a narrative, a huge narrative that'll take so long to finish. Whereas No Man's Sky is, like, flying around, scanning things and being like, look how cool this looks. But it's I fun. think I think the reason why everyone is making that comparison as well is, is not only because it's like, you know, they start with the space connection, but then it's also about, like, the promise making. Yeah. And, like... So, so it's like, you know, Todd Howard coming out here and saying all this wonderful, magi- magical, wonderful stuff. It's like, is it really going to be like that? Or and it's, it's it's hard not to be like that cynical about it in this day and age because it's like we've been through this. Yeah. So I, mean, I, I, th- I feel like that may be where, why people are pulling yeah, those two together sure. as well. But, I mean, I've seen a lot of people who were excited for Starfield based on what they've seen. So I just. Yeah. 
I just, I still need to be sold. And the stuff they showed didn't really, didn't really do it for me. Between the cuts no. and just how sort of sterile and like washed out a lot of it looked. I just want some color, guys. Like, you're in space. That's Let's it. have some fun with Wait. these planets. Again, I'm so sorry if I keep going back to No Man's Sky. But some of the weird shit you see in that game is what makes it it's, so cool. And that's the thing. Like, we live in an age we, we've we're past the brown waist-high walls phase of video oh, games. Yeah. Like, we really are. Even things like like the shooters of this day and age are doing colourful things. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, yeah. you know... And not only just talking about Overwatch, but even like in like a modern warfare, like a, a Call of Duty game, there's still pops of color in there. It's not all just like gray and brown and nothing else. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Like the, there is stuff in there to look at, but I don't yeah. Know. Anyway, that's Starfield, and we'll see. You know, Thanks. well maybe the next time we see it, there'll be some color to wow us more. But yeah, I, I do think we both sort of came off of it at at the same level of interest. I think so. Mm. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, a bit of a downer to end on, but like, I, I, that's, I got nothing else to say. It was like, all right, cool. You know, it's tough. It's tough being like the, the game that like, <laughs> that Microsoft essentially is like, look, we, we spent all this money on Bethesda. Yeah. Stuff and you're like, all right, cool. I guess. I- <laughs> Let me put it this way. Of the two things that like bookended the show, I am way more excited for Redfall than I am Starfield at this stage. And here's what here's what I'll say. I, the best the, the best thing I can say about Starfield is just like, well, it'll be on Game Pass. <laughs> well, that's it. Like it'll be on Game Pass. again. I can play it, I'll probably be able to play it on PC. I'm like, I'm like, but am I gonna? Like, I'll, I'll I might check it out. I'll dip in. I'll dip in. I'll make I'll I wanna build a ship. <laughs> Yeah, that's because like just give me that part. One of my main motivators for what I what I was playing Elite Dangerous was just like I want a new ship, and that's that's how they got me for like twenty hours. It's like I want a new ship, and they're like, do these same five missions. I'm like, okay, because I want a new ship. Here's a new ship. Yeah. Excellent. I want a new ship. <laughs> I want another one, please. <laughs> more, please. Yeah. So being able to build a ship is very appealing to me. I just need to see. It's... I need to see more. Yeah, and like how easy the parts are going to be to come by exactly. how the yeah it's there's a whole but like manner of questions you can bring into that anyway well. joel i think that's enough ragging on starfield let's let's give todd okay. howard and Bethesda a break and i want you to take us home i'm wrapping the show up <laughs> uh that's probably for the best anyway thanks very much for listening to this week's well this this episode week's second episode <laughs> this episode of the dialogue options podcast um we greatly appreciate you stopping by um if you like what you hear um, please tell a friend, uh, tell us people on social media, share us around. Um, you can find us on all manner of different platforms now. I think we're on iHeartRadio now. Yeah, I was looking at our, so, our download stats and iHeartRadio is already creeping up there. So, Oh, really? Yeah, wow. That was okay. a good thing to put us on. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, there was literally just was a whole bunch of stuff. That I was like, maybe we should be on these. And so I just submitted it. But um, yeah, so that's really cool. Please go and you know, if they have the ability to leave reviews or things like that, please do so. We very much appreciate it. Um, if you want to contact us uh, at the show, you can find us across pretty much all social media at Dialogue Options. Um, 
And yeah, hit us up if you've got any suggestions you want to see us tackle on the show or you got any comments or if you want to go into battle for Todd Howard and Bethesda and Starfield. And that jacket. Please let us know. Yeah. And, oh, God. Don't. Kyron, stop, please. Um, uh, yeah, that's where you can find us. Mostly on Twitter. So you can find us over there. If you would like to follow our individual accounts, you can find me at Jolly Mac, where the last thing I tweeted about was um, I watched The Bad Guys, the DreamWorks animation film on the weekend. Um, it's a fucking cool movie. If you want to have, if you've got kids and you want to watch like a, a cool action heist movie, this is perfect. Like it is, it is so good. It's got some great action set pieces. The animation style is really interesting. It's got like that comic book feel to it without being too in your face. Um, uh, yeah, and the cast is phenomenal. Like, I mean, you put Sam Rockwell in anything and I'll be like, all right, okay. Um, but you make him like the big bad wolf, then yeah, 100%. Uh, Mark Maron plays a snake in this movie. That's brilliant. It's, That's, brilliant. It, That's brilliant. It's fucking great. It's, it's uh, it's so good. Uh, it, it's a really, really great, great movie. So I highly recommend checking that one out. Uh, but where can they find you, Kyron? Uh, you can find me on Twitter where I am at LemonManX, where, I mean, I guess we'll cover it in a future episode. My recent tweets have all just been shouting about Seven Remake Rebirth. Like, yeah. <laughs> Please be excited for a future episode. And also, discuss I used um in the same manner, <laughs> Dragon's Dogma Two. Whoa! Oh, what a yeah. what a Friday! I um the Interfree by the BZs was my energy for my final day of work. Which, if you haven't heard that song, I mean, do so. Also, make sure you boot up a copy of the original Dragon's Dogma to hear it as the menu theme, not Dark Arisen, where they criminally removed it because it rocks. <laughs> I haven't played either. So. You should listen to the song because the wind is All pushing right, maybe me. Maybe will. Okay. And then, if you ever hear someone say the wind is pushing me, that's what it's from. All right. Well, that's what I'm going to go do now. I'm going to go look. I'm going to going to go look that up. But thanks again for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. And until next time, have a good one. Dialogue Options Podcast.